Blog Talk Radio. number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Thank you. 
committing a crime Get a lot for that, I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
right. Peace to the gods. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L. And it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you on another episode of the Foundation. This is the Foundation, and we are high frequencies. But we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are applying that correct information correctly here at the Foundation. I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the Creator and our ancestors. I want to say big up and shout out to my big brother, the uncle of the conscious community, Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator. The best in the, the entire known world as far as I'm concerned. As far as getting down with your secure party. Predator Dance, SPCUniversity.com. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com while we're dealing with this hack. <laughs> on the website, if you want to get your hands on the foundation trust primer, foundation. Trust Primers, over 18 hand-picked documents by the artist. Truly, if you're just getting into this and you really want to get started, you want to know what you want to read, where do I start, there it is. You can email us for that. We got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. And that will be, I would say, beginner, intermediate, and advanced, you know, just to get you started. Talks about the passport, no social, part part one and part two. Thank you and shout out to Brother Chris L. Chris Vision for getting down with us on that. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Email still work. Website Hackerino. Hackathon. We'll get into that with the current events. But want to say peace to all the listeners, live listeners, live callers. I see you in the caller queue. Live internet listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, archive listeners. However you check out the show, definitely want to say peace to you. Want to say peace to the trustees here. And private trustee training at the foundation. Also want to say peace to anyone who is invested in their private education. Otherwise, not necessarily here at the foundation. And I want to say peace to all that have interacted with any, any, in any way, excuse me, with the foundation, email, current event, well wishes, thank you, support, question, whatever it is. Definitely want to say peace to you. Today's episode is, it, it is entitled The Cost of Private Trust. 
feel like a lot of people, you know, get into this and, you know, they're looking at the benefits and, you know, they, you know, get into their minds, these grand things you can do and what's possible with private trusts. But, you know, people, you know, not necessarily get into, the, you know, the costs. So we're going to do a cost size while you can find a lot of benefits in the public. But here's, here's some costs. Private trust, but first let's jump into these current events because you know it's going down. It's crazy. We're gonna start it all. Look, CNN exclusive U.S. government agencies hit in global cyber attack. Agencies, plural. Several U.S. federal government agencies have been hit in a global cyber attack by Russian cyber criminals. That exploits a vulnerability in a widely used software. This is according to a top U.S. cybersecurity agency, the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or S. I'm sorry, UCIS, is providing support to several federal agencies that have experienced intrusions affecting their Move It applications. And they are working urgently to understand impacts and ensure timely remediation. Aside from U.S. government agencies, several hundred, quote, several hundred, end quote, companies and organizations in the U.S. could be affected by the hacking spree, a senior CISA official told CNN, Klopp. The, the ransomware gang that is allegedly responsible is known to demand multi-million dollar ransoms, but surprisingly, no ransom. Demands have been made of federal agencies, the senior official told reporters in a background briefing. CISA's response comes as progress software U.S. firm that makes the software exploited by the hackers said it had discovered a second vulnerability in the code that the company was working to fix. So not not one, possibly not even two, but, you know, hey, this is how these things are going down. The Department of Energy is among multiple federal agencies breached in the ongoing global hacking campaign. A department spokesperson confirmed to CNN the hacks have not had any, quote, significant impacts, end quote, on federal civilian agencies. CISA Director Jen Easterly told reporters, adding that hackers have been, quote, largely opportunistic, end quote, in using the software flaw to break into networks. The news adds to a growing tally of victims of a sprawling hacking campaign that began two weeks ago and has hit major U.S. universities and state governments. The hacking spree mounts pressure on federal officials who have pledged to put a dent in the scourge of ransomware attacks that have hobbled schools, hospitals, and local governments across the United States. Since last month, the hackers have been exploiting a flaw in widely used software known as MoveIt, 
that companies and agencies use to transfer data. Progress Software, the U.S. firm that makes the software, told CNN, CNN that a new vulnerability in the software had been discovered, quote, that could, could be exploited by a bad actor, end quote. Quote, we have communicated with customers on the steps they need to take further um, – I'm sorry, on the steps they need to take to further secure their environments. We have also taken Move It Cloud offline as we urgently work to patch the issue, end quote. This is what the company said in the statement. Agencies were much quicker to deny they'd been affected by the hacking than – they were to confirm the Transportation Security Administration and the State Department that they were not victims of the hack. The Department of Energy, quote, took immediate steps, immediate steps, end quote, to mitigate the impact of the hack after learning that records from two department entities had been compromised. Quote, the department has notified Congress and is working with law enforcement, CISA, and the affected entities to investigate the incident and mitigate impacts from the breach. End quote. This is from a spokesperson. One of the Department of Energy victims is Oak Ridge Associated Universities, a not-for-profit research center. A department spokesman told CNN the other victim is a contractor affiliated with the department's waste isolation pilot plant in New Mexico which disposes waste associated with atomic energy, man. Federal News Network first reported on the Department of Energy victims, John Hopkins University in Baltimore, and the university's renowned health system said in a statement this week that, quote, sensitive personal and financial information, including health billing records, have been stolen in the hack, end quote. Meanwhile, Georgia's statewide university system, which spans the 40,000-student University of Georgia, along with over a dozen other state colleges and universities, confirmed it was investigating the, quote, scope and severity of the hack, end quote. Flop, last week, claimed credit for some of the hacks, which have also affected employees of the BBC, British Airways, oil giant Shell, and state governments in Minnesota and in Illinois. Among others, the Russian hackers were the first to exploit the MoveIt vulnerability, but experts say other groups may now have access to software code needed to conduct attacks. The ransomware group are giving victims until today to contact them about paying a ransom, after which they began listing more alleged victims from the hack or their extortion site on the dark web. The hackers wrote in all capital letters in the dark web, if you're a government, city, or police service, do not worry. We erased all your data. You do not need to contact us. We have no interest to expose such information, end quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I believe you guys. The Klopp ransomware group is one of numerous gangs in Eastern Europe and Russia that are almost exclusively focused on wringing their victims for as much money as possible. Quote, the activity we're seeing at the moment adding companies' names to their leak site is a tactic to scare victims, both listed and unlisted, into paying, end quote. This is Rafe Piling, Director of Threat Research at Dell-owned SecureWorks, 
And there you have it. So listen. Listen. So this this look, look, look. The government got hacked. This this isn't anything new, right? But if you if you're not paying attention to this, it's time to pay attention to this. So <laughs> you know, I'm not saying, you know, oh, it's over, go run. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, if this then that kind of this situation. We're going to see more and more hacks. I mean, they're hacking pipelines, you know, they're hacking stuff, man. It's 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 not anything that I feel is necessarily being hidden. These 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 groups are publicly claiming responsibility for this stuff. And the Russian actors, the Chinese actors, and I don't know what kind of actors they are. They're actors. But my thing is, we're going to keep seeing this stuff. Okay? And on top of that, the biggest thing, you know, is, that I'm looking at is infrastructure. So, you know, we got Reuters.com. Russia aligned hackers pose threat to Canada energy sector. Russia aligned hackers could seek to disrupt Canada's powerful oil and natural gas sector, especially since Ottawa is a strong backer of Ukraine. A Canadian spy agency said today, spy agencies are making statements, man. Quote, we assess there is an even chance of disruptive of a disruptive incident in the oil and gas sector in Canada caused by Russia-aligned actors due to their high tolerance for risk, the increase in their numbers and activity, as well as the number of vulnerable targets in the sector overall, end quote. This is what was said in a threat, a set, a threat assessment. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not over here saying, you know, ooh, go into the woods because, you know, I go to the woods, there's a lot of there's a lot of bugs in the woods, mosquitoes or something, you know what I mean? But what I what I want you to take away from these two articles, and you know, you can do your own research, you'll see that there's a lot of this stuff going on. And it's been going on for a while. What I want you to think of is banks, man. You know? And not necessarily ooh, run and get your money, but my thing is, is you know, they got this central bank digital currency dance. All these countries are trying to do it. The United States have has one. Um, they're implementing the what is it? Uh, Fed now. You can look this up. F E D N O W D is in Daryl. F E D N N O W. And it's all about making payments faster and so on and so forth. You know, I don't know. You know. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a benefit. The bottom line is, the only way that I can I see like a a, a a country a national nationwide system is going to be implemented. You know, if there's no confidence in banks, because you know, how, why would there be no confidence in banks? I don't know because they're failing. Uh, First Republic and these other banks are going under, being bought by other banks. But you know, more importantly, if, if I can't get access to the cash in the bank account. Because the bank was hacked or, you know, the entire bank. These guys said the move it system. So there's a multiple agencies that use this system. And this one system that multiple agencies use has been hacked. 
Well, what systems do banks use? I don't know. I don't know. Not a banker, but is it possible that you know bank systems can be? And that's the thing. You know, if people are are desperate. You know, they'll grasp onto anything. And if they're saying, "Hey, this Fed now wallet, just download it, and you know, it's super secure and it can't be hacked," and, you know, it's directly with you and the treasury. I think that's you know, you know, a, you know, you know, a legitimate theory, a viable option. You know. You can call it what you want. Deductive reasoning, inductive reasoning, it doesn't matter to me. The thing of it is, is this is why here at the foundation we say you should always, always be saving in precious metals. Not investing. You should be saving. You should have a bunch of money saved in the bank. I think that's ridiculous. You're going to save money over time. should be in gold and silver. We should be purchasing gold and silver over time, dollar cost averaging. Find a number, whatever works with you. Do that every two weeks. Do that every, every month. There's going to come a time when, like, you know, these metals, gold and silver, and even, you know, um, palladium, platinum, I'm looking at copper and nickel, and it's getting crazy. But, you know, this for me is just, you know, hey, just even more so. Uh, not necessarily, you know, in, in the business, trusting, you know, the, this 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 the system that's that's all one hundred percent connected. They're all they're all using the same like software and stuff. All vulnerable. All these places are getting hacked, man. And government agencies and police stations don't need to worry about it because you know what that yeah right. What about banks? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Moving forward. CNBC dollar dips as Powell testimony disappoints hawks. Hawks and crows. The U.S. dollar fell against a basket of currencies today after the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's comments on the central bank's ongoing fight to lower inflation failed to live up to the more hawkish market expectations. Powell told Lawmakers, the fight against inflation still, quote, has a long way to go, end quote. <laughs> I mean, he indicated it's 50 basis points or five basis points. I don't know how they do this. 50 basis points, but it's really like a quarter of a percent. So like 50 basis points is a, is half of a percent. I don't know. That's a long way to go. And, well, hold on. Now, despite a recent pause in interest rate hikes, officials agreed borrowing costs would likely need to move higher. Mm. So you know, hey, they're going to keep they're going to keep raising it. While noting that inflation remains very far from the Fed's target, Powell said it may make sense to still raise rates at a more moderate pace. "Quote looks as if Powell failed to outhawk markets that were braced for more explicit ratification of the medium projection in the latest dot plot summary of economic projections." End quote. This is Carl. Shamada, chief market strategist at Business Payments Canopy. I'm sorry, Company Corpay <laughs> Canopy. I like that. Business. This is say Payments Canopy Corpay. I like that. Canopy Corpay. That sounds nice. My bad. The Fed had left interest rates unchanged 
at its June meeting, but signaled in new projections that borrowing costs may still need to rise as much as half of a percentage point by the end of this year. <laughs> that's right. See what I'm saying? I'm telling you, ooh, long way to go. Half a percentage point? Oh, maybe that's a lot. Quote, by sticking to the balanced data-dependent language deployed in last week's press conference, he left investors betting that the ongoing Deceleration in growth and inflation will translate into one, not two, rate hikes by year end. End quote. This is what Shimada said. The dollar index, which measures the currency against six rivals, fell 0.43%. This is right after this dude spoke and gave this testimony to the House Financial Affairs Committee, the hearing, the first of two capital here appearances this week as part of his twice yearly reports to federal lawmakers. I'm moving on. I, you know, you believe him? I don't believe him. He said inflation was going to be transitory. CNBC gold steadies after hitting three months low on Powell's remarks. Dollar drops, gold steadies, gold prices, paired losses today, helped by a retreat in the dollar, although an uptick in bond yields after U.S. Federal Reserve Jerome Powell's congressional testimony kept bullion near a three-month low. Further rate increases are a pretty good guess, end quote, of where the central bank is heading if the economy continues in its current direction. And said the fight has a long way to go. So you see, typically or generally, generally gold is going to move inversely to the to the dollar. Reuters, Wall Street extends sell-off as Powell hints at further rate hikes. Man, this dude's this dude's making the market sell-off. U.S. stocks closed lower today as Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Peasy and his congressional. Testimony reinforced the central bank's objective to rein in inflation. All three major U.S. stock indexes notched their third straight daily declines with mega cap tech and tech-related shares weighing most. It's not looking good. CNBC, U.K. net debt hits highest level in more than 60 years, man, topping 100% of GDP. I think um, U.S. has hit $32 trillion. since they, they like they they spent over $500, $500 billion since they raised the debt ceiling. U.K. is out of here. 60 years? CNBC, Intel stock dropped 6% as company updates chip manufacturing plans. The company gave investors an update on the company's turnaround plan to become a foundry, competing with Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing company. Intel's new reporting structure could help control costs at the chip maker, which is seeking to trim as much as $20 billion from its cost over the next three years. Ooh, I, I, I smell layoffs. Speaking of layoffs, Everybody's getting laid off. CNBC chocolate is set to get more expensive <laughs> as cocoa prices soar to seven-year highs, man. 
If you like chocolate, you got a ration. CNBC, how to tell your company has layoffs planned. <laughs> Sometimes we'll send shivers down your spine, career expert says. What? Yo, this is on um, CNBC. This is an article entitled How to Tell Your Company Has Layoffs Planned. Yeah, this is this, this is real. So-called war notices can help workers figure out if layoffs are coming. War notices get their name from the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act of 1988, a labor protection law that requires companies with 100 or more employees to provide a 60 calendar day notice of planned closings and layoffs. You can search for war notices in your state and other <laughs> and others where your company does business to find state government websites that list companies letting go of employees. Man, however, sometimes companies can avoid releasing these notices by spreading spreading out their layoffs. They do their rounds of layoffs. They you know they lay off ten thousand, and then a couple months later they'll lay off another twelve thousand, and then a couple of months later they'll call them rounds of layoffs, y'all. Quote, so maybe you're going to lay off 75 people, say you lay off 49 one month and 26 the next to avoid the war notice. The law also protects employers by providing exceptions such as unforeseen circumstances where the company could not have given a two-month notice to employees. More ways to scope out layoffs. Pretend you are an investor and follow news on your company. Pay attention to your company's financial health and watch your boss for clues. A trusting relationship with your supervisor can positively impact your work life. You can hear of incoming layoffs early, and your boss is a human being. A boss will share that information with the members of that team that they really trust, so on and so forth. You know, that's that's if you want to, if you want to know if there's a layoff coming. But that, that's that's it for current events. Let me, you know, oh, let me jump into the show. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it again. Make sure that you you grabbing real money, intangible assets, appreciating assets, not depreciating assets. Of course, you're gonna have to have a car, you know, these, these things of this nature. But you know, hey, 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 don't play yourself. And I don't know, you know, you should have some cash on hand, definitely, and you know. These hackers out here, they, they just play it safe. That's all I'm saying. Let's jump into the show. What we got here? The cost of private trusts. As I said, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, they want to talk about the benefits of, of private trust administration and you know things of that nature. Own nothing, control everything. I know that I know there's some people that just like to sound sound smart and intelligent, or, or well, what is known as stunt on someone. I, I know something you don't. I can do stuff that you can't. Bragging rights, kind of, you know. And all these benefits that can happen, but the thing of it is, what are the costs? 
What does it cost? And, you know, we're going to get into that today on this episode of The Foundation. Because uh, trust administration is, is, is difficult, you know. It's difficult for a lot of people. I, I, I say it's easy. It's e- oh, you know, it's easy. I got to take into consideration that, you know, I... If we're being honest, you know, uh, my first year in college, I had to buy a law dictionary. Um, I got a used one. It was abridged. It was a soft cover. This is Black's Law 7th. I still got it. Um, I took business law and some contract law classes in, in college. So I have a particular predisposition to this information okay and notwithstanding that you know I'll say it's easy it's not hard to, to, to wrap your mind around you know conceptually what we're doing as trustees of these structures it's not difficult what's difficult um, what I see that's difficult is coming the terms in, in one's own mind with the power uh, you know the dealing with the feeling you know a lot of people feel like this you know a lot of trustees and you know there's nothing wrong with it I don't I don't think it's it's necessary necessarily anything wrong with it at all actually I think it's you know it's, it's part of the process but I've spoken to you know trustees that you know I feel like I'm doing something wrong I feel like you know um, I feel like this this can't be right I feel like um, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble uh, I, I just feel like I'm, I can't. I just can't. I just feel like I'm doing something wrong, and I and I get that. I I get that a lot, you know. In what what is this? Probably we'll just say close to a decade. In 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 close to a decade. Of being on high frequency radio network, I've heard that a lot, and you know, usually, you know, there's there's different things I say in different circumstances and situations, you know. But a lot of times, those people, and I'm gonna say most times, ninety nine percent of the time, people that are are feeling that way, you haven't paid the costs. Of private trust. That's why you're skeptical. You know, that's why you you are unsure, scared, nervous, terrified sometimes even. You haven't paid the costs. What are the costs? Number one, I'm just going to say the cost is time. Time. 
oh, I'm, I'm busy. I don't have time. Those people, nope. It'll never sit right with you because you never took the time that was necessary to pay the cost of private trust. Time, dedication, consistency, the willingness and commitment to read study and take notes. Time, dedication, consistency, the willingness and commitment to study, read, and take notes. Man, that's time, right? How many people don't have time? Dedication. How many of y'all dedicated, you know, dedicated to a goal? Brothers, how many of y'all, like, I'm going to get a six-pack. You actually got that six-pack. Worked out until you got that six pack. You know, Glenn, pop, pop, pow. How many of us have stayed dedicated to a goal over a significant amount of time? Dedication, time and dedication, let alone consistency. Consistency, that's a cost. Time is a cost. To be dedicated, it's a cost to you. Commitment and willingness to study, read, and take notes, that is a description of costs. People aren't trying to pay. Most people ain't willing to pay that. The cost of private trust. Yeah, I don't have time. I can't make the time. I'm going to make the time. and I'm going to find some time. Those people don't waste time with find some time. Make some, you can't do that. The only thing you do is take time. You didn't create time. You can't make it. Find time. Yeah, what you want to do? Kicking over rocks? Looking under people's beds and stuff? Under people's pillows? You know, going to the bathroom. A quick look behind the shower curtain. Trying to find some time. You have to take time. Most people aren't willing to do that. Um, I worked all day. Uh, you know, I'm going to sit down and rest. And we had this this, this 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 glass of wine or kind of watch the game or, you know, have this beer, whatever. They ain't paying the cost of private trust, no matter how much. People think the cost of tri- private trust is, is Federal Reserve notes. Good luck with that. A lot of Federal Reserve notes. If you're looking to have other people administer your stuff with integrity, with sophistication, with knowledge, it's not cheap. With experience and results, it's not cheap at all, especially when you're talking about private structures. Ooh, what? Time. Dedication, consistency, willingness and commitment to study, read, and take notes. You have to study. You have to read. What does Yusuf say? I ain't trying to read. That's one of the costs. If I told you that was a cost, is that something that you can pay? What is a true cost? One of the two costs is a paradigm shift. 
a paradigm shift. Let me say it again. Paradigm. Paradigm shift. You know what a paradigm shift is? It's a radical change in thinking from your accepted point of view to a new one. It's called a paradigm shift. A paradigm is a certain way of thinking, a certain way of doing things, a certain uh, program. It's a certain lifestyle, certain belief system. It can be a lot of things. Paradigm shift. Radical change in thinking from one accepted point of view to a new one. Necessitated when new scientific discoveries produce anomalies in the current paradigm or radical change in thinking from an accepted point of view to a new belief. Ooh, wow. That's a cost right there. You mean I got you mean I gotta change what I believe in, man? Yes. To administer private trusts in a fiduciary capacity properly, successfully, I gotta change the way I believe. Yeah. You gotta change yep. Yes. Absolutely. This is not just some this is spiritual. You're trying to go private, you're spiritual, I'm not playing with you. You're going to be tested. Because you, you can't pick something up if you already, if your hands are full. <laughs> How about that? The cup runneth over, man. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta, you gotta pay. You got to pay the cost. Paradigm shift. You have to you have to. Otherwise, you know, good luck. Good luck with it. Because you ultimately have public and private. We can get into this, you know. You have will and decree of government. This is what you're used to. <laughs> Those of you who have not paid the cost of private trust, this is what you're used to. Will and decree of government. Got to ask permission. You taught since first grade, kindergarten, raise your hand before you go to the bathroom. You have to get permission. Mrs. Little, can I go to the bathroom? And you sit there and wait until they say yes. Like these things, these 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 uh, these these habits have been formed for a long time in the public, public schools, public businesses, things of that nature. Asking for permission. You believe that you need to ask for permission to do business. Good luck with that. That's got to go. That's something that has to be put down and let go of. Because in the private, whereas, I'm sorry, in the public where you you have 
the will and decree of the government, the private, you have the will of the private parties, the will of the parties, the will of the parties. What? The parties of the contract. What? People just signing stuff? Yeah. And then that, that document makes the law. Yeah. What? What? Blow your mind. Poof. Can't be that simple. That's why I'm like, it's simple. But it's difficult for people to grasp. Why? Because you have not paid the costs of private trusts. Time, dedication, consistency, the willingness and commitment to study, read, take notes, man. People are like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to listen to podcasts. Dude, you can't just listen your way into the private, man. You hear me? You cannot listen your way <laughs> into the private. Nah, man. Nah. No. Nips. Nah. Nada. Nathaniel. Negatory. Negatapin. All that, man. You're not going to listen your way into the private. I don't, get, I don't care. You get the best takes. Willingness and commitment to study, read, and take notes. Paradigm shift. What? The will of the parties? Yes. Parties of parties of the contract. You need a party like a pool party? Don't play with me. <clears throat> you got public will and decree of government. Private, you got will of the parties. Public. You got public statutes and codes and dances. Private, you have contracts with the original contract. You have the terms and you have the amendments. The public, their governance, you're gonna, there's going to be some statutes and some codes, you know what I'm saying, so maybe some executive orders. That's, that's great. That's luxurious. I love it. In the private, there's going to be terms to the indenture. There may be, you know, certain provisions, specific articles, and then you're going to, you might, you're going to see amendments as well, especially if the instrument has been administered for a significant, a significant amount of time. And that's it. And people would be like, what? And I'd be like, yeah. That's it. But it sounds so simple, right? I can easily say this in, what, 34 seconds? You got to read. You got to take the time. You got to be dedicated. You got to be consistent. You have to have the willingness and the commitment to study, read, and take notes. You have to uh, change the way that you think. You have to change what you believe in. And you have to take action. That's the thing. Action. Action. It's like movies. Action. And then people move and, you know, they start spitting their lines and stuff. Because, you know, all the reading, all the studying, you know, Supreme Court casing, the Foundation Trustee Primary, the Foundation Trust Series, the Foundation Trustee Training. All of that is the lines 
of an actor. Think of it all, you know, the training, you know, you studying, you taking notes, and all, you're creating your lines. You're memorizing your lines. And you're going to hear action. And you got to go. People, people forget that part, the action part. It's gotten a lot. You got to do something. Can't just sit there. <laughs> get stuck. Just, just get stuck on stuff. I've seen people get stuck on the on the, some of the simplest things. And I just think, you know, some people just need to find a reason to get stuck, so they can tell themselves, "I'm stuck on this." As you know, so I'm gonna stop. And you know, I'm gonna keep trying to figure this out. Now, you know, I holler at you. You know, and then, It's, it's it's very simple, you know, but it's it's not time, dedication, consistency, willingness, and commitment to study, read, and take notes. Paradigm shift. So you so you mean you know just got this contract here, and I'm a trustee, and I, and I sign this contract right. Here. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then that means you know what? Well, what if? So do I got to register this? Because you know I went to the bank and they said you know that you know that I got to have it registered with the state. <laughs> Time, dedication, consistency, willingness, and commitment to study, read. Take notes. Paradigm shift. Action. So <clears throat> maybe they followed everything, but they didn't do the, the paradigm shift is very difficult for people to understand. In as a, how do I say this? As a trustee of a private contractual trust, there's no asking for permission. You must know your powers. You must know the authority that is invested in you as a trustee. And you must really thoroughly comprehend that as trustee of a private contractual complex trust, you act in the same capacity as an executive CEO, something of that nature, acts in a public company. But even with more power than that, because typically typically a, a public company has voting of the shareholders, and the public company um, has a, typically has a board of trustees, you know, a board of directors. How about that? And the board of directors is the ones who you know, you know, really make the decisions, and the CEO just needs to execute his executive office. Whereas the trustee, as a member of the board of trustees, I would say is, is, is and will say, is, is a much, much more significant position. Privately, with no outside governance. Quite simply, 
A contractual complex trust is a contract. It is a contract. The trust is a contract. It's a contract. The trust is a contract. It's a contract. It only comes under trust law on how the income is dispersed and how it's taxed. In all other situations, it is a contract. And contract makes the law. Paradigm shift. Contract makes the law. The world is run by contracts. Countries are run by contracts. States are run by contracts. Police stations, contracts. It's agency contracts. All types of contracts. Contract makes the law. And, re- and very importantly, I mean, absolutely importantly, mad importantly, though, contracts are protected from laws impairing them by the Constitution. It's a paradigm shift. It's 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 changing completely the way of thinking from one point of view, from one accepted point of view, everything's public, I gotta go to the Secretary of State, I gotta ask permission. I'm subject to all of these public laws, public statutes. And in the private, what you don't understand is what you don't claim, you don't get. The Supreme Court will say you got, you got to make a claim for which relief can be granted. Rights you don't claim, you don't have. In the public, you ask what rights you have. <laughs> In the private, you got to know what they are and claim them. This is what this is. This is what we're dealing with. It's a paradigm shift. That's a turn from, from one system of belief turned directly 180 degrees, turned directly around and accept this other system and know it's true. Contract makes the law. Do not co-mingle. Do not self-deal.
do not co-mingle. Do not self-deal. That's it. Act always for the benefit and on behalf of the trust. It's simple. But the cost of private trust, I think, you know, must be articulated. Because I feel like, you know, people think it's it's just like everything else. So I can get my passport. You got to fill out the application. I can get tickets on the plane. I just got to fill out this. This little form of who's flying. And where I'm going in the payment information. I can get starting your web based business for dummies, remodel your bathroom for dummies. There is no go private for dummies. Time, dedication, consistency. The willingness and commitment to study, read, and take notes. The ability to make that leap, that paradigm shift in your mind and then take action with the foundational knowledge that you, yourself, have looked at the cases that you, yourself, have read, have pulled the comprehension that you yourself can only gain through that time, dedication, consistency, and your willingness, commitment to study, read, and take notes. And a paradigm shift coupled with action. I'm telling you, what what else, what else you got? Find someone else that knows this private dance actually execute this private dance over uh, a consistent, let's just say more than five years. How about that? That has done it and been successful with it without paying the cost of time, dedication, consistency, a willingness to, and commitment to study, read, and take notes without changing their belief system on what they can and cannot do in the public and without taking action. I mean, I don't really see it. But, you know, I've been wrong before. You got to believe. You got to begin and you got to become. 
It's the only way you're doing this dance. You got to be able to, and winning, I'm sorry, be able and willing to pay the cost of private trust. And if you haven't written it down, and if you, if you, if you need me to say it again, it's time, dedication, consistency, it's a willingness and commitment to study, read, and take notes. To study and read. Study, read, it means, it doesn't mean just in front of your laptop or your computer doing searches on the internet. It means, you know, sometimes going to the law library. Sometimes going to half price books and getting some used legal material from the school. From the law school Down the street Sometimes it might even Include going down to the Courthouse and just watching how cases go Just checking them out I don't know I'll leave that for you to determine But it's not just sitting at Sitting at the laptop doing searches and watching YouTube videos, right? It's not just listening to stuff like this. You're going to have to do more than listen to, you know, the foundation. Definitely. But I trust you will. And, you know, if you're looking to get into trustee training, if you have that time and that dedication, that consistency, the willingness and the commitment to study, read, and take notes, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Let's get you in the trustee training. We got the mentorship. We got <clears throat> the foundation annual retainers, those three tiers to the retainers. We got new people coming in, new trustees. A lot of things going on. I'm going to be in Dallas with Yusuf here in about a week or so. So if you go, Nate, if you there, I'll be there. I'll see you there. But, you know, we got some restructuring going on out here at the foundation. I want you to be a part of it. If you have any questions, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you're interested in the retainer, if you're interested in the mentorship class, six weeks. It's six weeks. It's like six, six, six classes, once a week, one class a week for six weeks. Foundation trustee training, trust primer, trust series, all of that. Email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Everything is getting hacked. So we're still working on that. I trust that, you know, you learned something from this episode of the foundation, the cost of private trust. And I, you know, I guess I'm looking to, you know, help bring clarity. Because it's really public and private. And it's, if it's private, why? Why do you need to holler at the Secretary of State? If it's private, why are you looking to any place outside of the board of trustees or the administration of the actual structure. 
It's a good question. Good question. <clears throat> but believe, y'all, begin and you will become. Well, that's going to be it for me on this episode of The Foundation. I got things to do. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Hope you're having a luxurious summer. It's doing this dance. But I will be back next week, and we will do it again. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. It has been my pleasure to be here. Make sure you hit me up. My name is So L, Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L. And this is the foundation on the hottest radio network of the planet, high-frequency radio network. And this was the cost of private trust. Now have a great week. As I said, enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. And I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. High Frequency Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.